0: If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. What are those inputs that you're looking for and and dialing in for that to happen?
1: What does the roadmap for you look like over the next few years doing this job?
2: The better you get, the more you get paid.
1: What's your secret sauce? All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the SauceCast by Empower. This is uh, Chandler with the Vertex Group. We've got Kaiden from RIP and Carson from Relentless here. And then joining us today, we have Cooper Murphy from Vertex over in Yuba City, California. Good to have you here, Coop.
3: Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. I remember last year thinking this is kind of one of my huge goals. I always wanted to be on the SauceCast that's awesome let's love. go you <laughs> we, made it dude that's
1: exciting we love to hear that we uh we have a lot of cool stuff to unwrap today with cooper um but first coop you know tell everyone where you're from who you are how you got to empower what your journey's been like
3: all right yeah so i uh grew up in logan uh cash valley i went to high school at mountain crest played baseball there a little bit of golf too um, graduated in the year 2020, and then went down to school at SUU in Cedar City. I actually originally was going to go do PEST with uh, Aptiv, and then one of my good friends that I actually used to work with in Logan, his name is Ethan Coster. He had some friends, and I kind of got recruited through the pipeline through Chandler. I like to say I uh, came to the light, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's awesome well sweet uh we're, we're glad you uh you've come to the light you've uh definitely shed a lot more light here on empower with everything you've accomplished and just to kind of kick it off one of the most i think astonishing things that's that's just right on my mind right now that you've accomplished is this week the week that we're in i'll eat the honors coop how many installs do you have going in this week
3: i uh actually just came from my eighth and it's actually my 25th install, so I just hit Mexico. Oh. Super stoked for that! But I'm that's working good. on two more, trying to hit 10 installs for the week. And I did five on Tuesday.
0: Five, five installs in a day. Five wow. in a day.
3: So that's the daily record for Girl, sure. he
0: spiked up the leaderboard so fast. And
2: then, yeah, and then that, a, a, a 10,
1: record. 10 in a week is also a record. Yeah. So the prior record was. I I had a four spot, four installs on Monday last year in Manteca, wow. so Coop just just snatched that from me. Thanks <laughs> thanks a ton. And then Cloward had an, an eight install week last year, yep. and so he's getting two records this week. That's super insane. cool to see. Cooper, we want to know what has gone into making this week possible.
3: I think the the biggest thing has just been kind of trusting the process, and we've had some hiccups along the way, but it's actually kind of snowball effect and now it's kind of all hitting us at once
1: what what kind of what were some of those hiccups and then how were you able to overcome them i guess that's that, that's some key stuff there because i think a lot of us deal with some hiccups and sometimes the light i think the tunnel isn't always there so obviously it came for you in a very big way how what were you able to overcome this year
3: yeah, one of the biggest things was just new installers and kind of, it isn't the like a brand new market, but for this size of a team, it is new. And so we've kind of been pushing our limits with different installers and having to switch around and kind of work with a couple different ones. So we've been working and trying to get really good installer relations. And that's been a little bit of a hiccup, but it's actually gotten us to a point where now we have way more tools in the toolbox, and we can pretty much do anything for anyone at any time in any location.
1: That is super cool. And I, I know Cooper's a great example of how to work with, you know, other entities that are partners to our organization. Um, I know I know this week, Cooper, you did something special for a couple of the install crews that are out there installing your, your 10 accounts. What were you doing for them this week? I, I know you did a did it I think twice for a couple of the crews
3: yeah so on Tuesday I knew that two of the Empire crews were out there putting in um, a morning install and then they were going to an afternoon install I looked at the weather is going to be 106 degrees I know it's not easy being on a roof so I showed up to that on a black morning top. install and actually shot them both those crews Venmo's to go get lunch gave them a couple recommendations and bought them lunch so they could have a little bit of energy to do a good job on those those second ones of the day.
1: I love that. That's sick. That's actually so cool. It's pretty cool. I, I think Carson, you probably have a probably can relate to this a lot. Just being out on the east and and uh, constantly dealing with new markets and new installers and and new partners to deal with. So, I mean, going off what Cooper said, have you used anything or done anything special to establish better relationships with those parties or with those installers to? maybe have more success yourself because you guys are doing per rep a ton of installs this year with new, with new partners. How are you guys doing that?
2: Yeah. Our, our primary one is, and and we're actually phasing out of them right now, but our primary one, um, it's a lot of just like really good communication compliments, things like that when they do do things and they do plenty of things wrong. Like when they do do things well to really highlight it with them, and that's been super helpful. We've given them swag, things like that. We've tried to help them feel like we're, we're a part of like a, a real team and um, like we're their only group. Hmm. They don't work with anyone. And so just trying to help them feel like we're all part of one thing, dude, not going to lie, man. We, we don't do a whole lot for the, for the guys. We do have some reps that'll bring them drinks, stuff like that, but like giving them lunch, that's pretty sweet. That's a little. That's something right that, there. that we, that we yeah. can learn from like, and I, That's something, too, that like site survey text, like there's so many people that come into this and are and and are impacting us in a positive way. And I think that sometimes we get too frustrated when people do a bad job. But I like your approach where like you're going and just taking care of them to assure that they're going to do a good job. They'd probably be a lot more willing to listen to me telling them to do something different if they're if I'm
0: taking care of them. One thing that's one thing that I love about this is this this job has a way of of putting people in their absolute like put pushing people to their absolute limits and then rewarding them. It's just funny how it happens that way. I've had so many reps and I've seen so many rookie reps actually quit right before that big week where they have five or six installs lined up or whatever just because it's hard. I mean, the job's so hard. It takes some time to figure out and get and build up that momentum. How did you Coop stay positive? throughout this year up until this huge, huge week here, like what kept you going? What kept you positive?
3: For me, positivity hasn't ever been an issue. That's been something that (laughs) you can ask anybody that I've ever been around. I've always just tried to be a positive person and look at the bright side of things. But like you were saying, momentum is what's key. And I like, there's kind of a cool little um, analogy with a locomotive. If you were to put a couple pieces of rebar in front of a stopped train, and try to try to get it to go it wouldn't be able to but if you had mm-hmm. a, pl- a train going 50 miles an hour full speed you could put a brick wall with rebar in it and it would just turn it into dust so we have a lot more momentum than we think and we can use that to just keep pushing through and keep going no matter what kind of gets in our way
0: that's sick, dude. Did you learn that when you went and saw the golden spike at the uh are you from, you're from Cash Valley, right? Right there where the
3: the railroads met. No, yeah, that one was actually just from an Instagram reel. Nothing crazy on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's
0: that's sick, dude. That's
1: I awesome. Like that. I think Coop's literally a walking how to win friends and influence people, you know, mm. just just summary right there because I mean, how many times I think this is applicable for everyone who's listening is you know how many times do we get frustrated with with partners other people that work in, you know in in the in the solar process from from the finance company to the install company that are getting paid maybe slightly above minimum wage you know they're not incentivized the same way we are to to get things done quickly and well and efficiently and so a lot of times i think we've all gone down the road of you know getting frustrated with those people and maybe not not winning them you know and so I think Coop's a great example of of having those people be on your side and it's crazy how if you just treat them even even slightly better than what they're used to they'll move mountains for you cuz at the end of the day they're the ones behind the keyboard that can say install tomorrow let's get this done for Coop cuz he bought me lunch or did whatever. So I think it's super valuable. Coop, what else has been kind of valuable for you this year? I know you've had a you had a you had a good last year, honestly one of our most impressive rookies in 2021 but one of our most impressive leaders in 2022. What's been the biggest change up?
3: I think from last year to this year, it's just been mental growth. And the fact that I know how the process works now, right? When we first get out here, we're waiting for our first checks. We're just trying to get paid. We don't even know if we're ever going to get paid. And What kind of happens is as you start to learn how the process works, you can trust it. And this is something that I learned back in high school from my baseball coach, actually. I remember that first practice I went to, I was tiny little freshman, and he was telling us, trust the process. And he actually kind of screwed out our senior class because he kind of gave up on them and focused on our class and realized that we were kind of the end goal. And if we trust that process and work through it, that even though now might not be what we want, that in the future that's gonna happen if we keep putting in the inputs and getting out the outputs and we'll get better and better and better and it will compound. And so the biggest thing for me has just been learning to trust that process and mentally growing to the point where I can trust it and I can see that the numbers will come It's the law of averages, right?
0: That's so cool. One thing I love about that is anytime anyone talks about inputs, outputs, like I get super stoked. That's my favorite topic. But what I, I think just to pick your brain a little bit, one thing that all of the reps are going to wonder and ask are what are those inputs that that make for a huge week like that you're about to have with 10 installs? Like, What are those inputs that you're looking for and, and dialing in for that to happen?
3: The only input that I ever really focus on for myself is hours. If I'm the top of the leaderboard for hours, which I have been quite a few times this year, that's literally my only goal: is to be at the top of the leaderboard with hours. We know that the rest is going to come, and so if you focus on the top, those inputs of just hours, we know that the rest will fall into place and it will keep coming. If you can put in just that first thing, which is the hours.
1: So that means, I mean, you're obviously a leader and closer of a team of there's 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 twenty plus of you in Yuba City, so it's a larger team. So, and I, I know your schedule isn't always full because you do have a a, a certain amount of self-jeners on your team as well. So to hit those that level of hours, you know, and you're, and you're and you're not in appointments, you're out there on the doors, right? You're out there working side by side with the rest of your guys. Is that is that what we're hearing?
3: One hundred percent one of the biggest things that I've learned this year is that we get energy from yeses. And so if you can get a yes, it's just going to keep you going throughout the day. So if I just get out of an appointment, it's a big fat no, I'm going to go and knock with the rep that I'm in their area, see if we can go get a yes so that we can have some energy to push through the rest of the day. So yeah, I mean, the short answer to that is yes, I'm almost always on the doors or in an appointment between 10 and 8 9 p.m
2: that's a knock star quote is it not
3: yep it's
2: bible right there <laughs> let's go <laughs> that's doctrine
1: that's awesome i think i think coop is i think so diligent with with the top of the funnel i think there's even a week where i think you'd work 59 hours and someone else, I think it's, I think it maybe Dallin Wheatley or some, I can't remember who it was, but also worked 59 hours. But Coop got put on the leaderboard as second place, even though they tied. And he texted me, he's pretty upset about that.
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> is
3: that right? Is that the case? Yeah, it was Jeffrey Shaver, Shauver, and he, um, we both had the same number of hours worked. Oh, that's right, Shover baby, there, but Shover, um, is that what it is? Actually, I don't know. Okay, just <laughs> call him Jeff.
2: <laughs> but he's yeah. a stud dude He is a freaking workhorse Jeff Yeah he's scary He's a stud dude Yeah I, I think you give him a fire dude I think you give a lot of guys in relentless
1: fire That's cool to see Uh Coop one thing I think uh, We've been impressed about Is how you've been able to maintain these I mean pretty consistently At or, or well above a one CPR With a team that has over 20 people what has been the key for you guys there to maintain that level of production?
3: This is this is actually kind of something I think is pretty cool. I've never really had a leadership position. I've never really done anything in leadership before. And so coming into this year, I was actually really, really nervous for it. I felt a lot of responsibility. And one thing I did know what to do, and that was work. And so the first thing that I did when I got out here was put in the hours kind of set that tone so that everybody knew how it was going to be for the whole year. We're out here to work, work, work. And so we're going to put in those hours and it's just leading from the front. And so I think that's the only thing that I've probably even done right this year. There's been a lot of mistakes that I've made in terms of leadership uh, because I am still learning and growing, but every week what I can tell myself is I went out there, I worked as hard as I could to um, kind of help push my guys.
1: There you go. That's awesome for you. I mean, putting in the hours has obviously led to some pretty explosive weeks already. What are the, what does the rest of the year look like to you, as far as goals go? I know you've have, you have some pretty clear cut goals that I've heard about before. What are those? What does it look like for you for the rest of the year?
3: Foot to the pet or pedal to the metal, um, uh, even harder for me. I'd say um, because when we first get out here, everybody's work and like work ethic and drive are really high and our skill level's low. And as the year goes on, our work levels fall and our skill level grows. And so our production often stays the same. Everybody towards the end of the year thinks they can just coast, right? But for me, I think it's the opposite. I think we need to keep our work and drive as high as we can. And if we continue to gain skills, then we're going to see kind of what Diego Facer was talking about with the hockey stick, right? Where all of a sudden our outputs are just going to hit that exponential curve and our skills are just going to lead to a lot more outputs. So for me this year, I'm not letting off the gas one bit. I'm not um, taking it off the throttle. I'm only going to even take a couple day break one time the rest of this is just pedal to the metal um, to kind of see how much we can do as a team this year
2: are you a big goal guy or are you, or are you just input output i do
3: have a lot of goals but um yeah I, I
2: like what's your goal for your do you, do you have a goal for your team and then yourself for sales and installs in Sweden now and the end of the year one more than
3: thomas moffitt whatever that might be nice uh,
1: what's thomas does anyone know what thomas is i think he's thomas is at
3: 35 right now something along there okay yeah i think we're both gonna end up at like 80 and then 81 this year is kind of the (laughs) goal sick so that's super cool what about your team cooper team um i don't really know exactly where we're gonna end up we have guys trying to figure out if they're gonna go to school or not which is a kind of a whole other thing we could talk about. But um, the biggest thing is just a plus, like a higher than a one CPR for the entire rest of the year. So for the month of uh, July, our goal was 75 for the entire month and we did 77. So if we want to kind of look at it that way, I'd say we'll probably end up with about 150 to 200 more sales for the rest of the year. And then that'll probably put us around like, 400 sales on the year installs probably 280
0: to 300. Sick. Dude, you brought it up, not me, but how are you keeping your guys from going back from school? Let's talk about it. Let's figure this
3: out, dude. (laughs) Dude, I I don't know. Uh, I think it's kind of, once again, leading from the front, I'm like halfway through school and I actually took off this fall because I realized this is a modern day gold rush. So for me, what I've kind of realized is that I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity that I have school is something that I know will always be there. And so I'm kind of taking taking this opportunity for what it is and and putting in 100% for it. Uh, that's kind of one of the things that we've we've always preached is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So I'm, I'm not doing school mm-hmm. right now. I'm doing this and I'm doing it with 100% effort. I am going to go back to school. I am going to get my degree, but that's something that can wait until maybe solar isn't as hot.
0: Cool. What kind of tips and tricks do you have for someone? I mean, for you, you're driven, you have a ton of work ethic, like it's very apparent that you're that way. But maybe someone that's on your team that's not that way. How are you motivating them and helping them catch the vision for, hey, stay out, work hard, be here till the end of the season, November 20th? Like, what, what are you saying, doing, helping them catch that?
3: I think it's kind of like a never content type of mentality like yeah we've made a lot of money so far we've done a lot of um good so far but we're never content we're never satisfied it can always be better we can always be producing more we can always be doing more good selling more accounts helping more people
1: there we go for you cooper i mean is, is there something specific this year that you can kind of attribute a lot of your success to is, is there, is there an overarching like secret formula or secret sauce as we've called it before that you feel like has helped you pull head from the pack?
3: I would say, um, persistency and everybody's going to give me crap for this, but it's just being consistently persistent and it's kind of meshing those two words together. So it's my home screen. I just always want to be consistently persistent and always um, being there, doing the same inputs and being persistent with them.
1: I feel like I've heard a lot of one-liners from Cooper today that have come from other people, which is cool. And so I'm curious if there is if there is maybe like a person or maybe. A moment um, in the Empower history where, you know, you look up to that person a lot or you've you've taken things that they've said and that have really impacted you? Or is there is there somebody that that use a lot of their a lot of their knowledge or one liners or or skills to um, to have that mentality that you have? Is there someone that Empower that that's been that for you?
3: Not one person in particular, I just kind of think of myself as the dumbest in the room, no matter what. And there's always something I can learn, (laughs) especially right now from you three. But, um, I think one of the biggest things is that we should always be learning and always be progressing. And I think I'd like, like consider myself just like a cloud of multiple different people kind of getting a, a lot of different information from everybody, whether that's inside the organization, outside the organization, Um, I feel like I'm always learning, studying, moving forward, doing my best to, to kind of get more information and, and just progress rather than regress.
2: What are, um, I don't know if we were filming or not, but what were the podcasts that you listened to?
3: I like Sam Taggart, anything with Michael O'Donnell. Um, solarpreneurs is a really good one. Um, pretty much just anything about solar. I'm kind of obsessed um, just with the job, I, I kind of get obsessive over things. And so anything that has All to in. Do with solar, um, I, I listen to it and, uh, anything that listens or has to do with like sales. So Jeremy Lee minor, he's awesome. I love
2: so good. Way good. Any PQ. Yep. Way good. Uh, do you, what about YouTubes? Do you watch anyone on YouTube?
3: Not really. I do have, uh, just like Instagram reels. Um, I'll watch a couple of those. I have a pretty good feed that I get. That's just sales or motivation.
2: Super cool. So you were talking about how there's some guys at power outside of empower that you like pull things from. I think that's pretty cool. I've never heard anyone say, I look at myself as the dumbest person in the room, <laughs> but like, I, I like your explanation where it's like, dude, I always have things to learn, you know, cause there is the quote that says, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room, because then you're not crying, right? And and you are who you surround yourself with. So I actually actually really like that. I've just never heard someone say it like that. Who are who are some of the people that have impacted you the most? Um, you've learned some of these one-liners from, and um, what are the things that they've helped you learn so we can share with everyone else so that we can learn as well?
3: Probably just the people that I
2: inside outside yeah, org people
3: i'm around the most so thomas tyler and chandler they're awesome they're always pushing me to be the the best that i can be and always giving me great tips i'll call tyler and jake i guess also once once a day at least asking for advice on different things and then <laughs> outside of the company i love alex Ramosi jeremy lee minor and michael o'donnell and then obviously knockstar university that's a whole nother thing but one of my favorite quotes that kind of has to do with this comes from Michael Michael or Alex Hormozzi. It's um, learning leads to success, success leads to complacency, complacency leads to failure, but it's a cycle, not an endpoint. So that means I like to kind of think mm-hmm. of it as as we learn, right, we, we progress, we get better, we feel that success and then we're like, oh, awesome, we did good, get paid a ton of money because there's too much money in this industry and then. Um, we start getting complacent and then we start failing. And so we need to kind of eliminate the last two and just keep learning and progressing and keep seeing more and more success.
2: Never heard that before. Actually, I'm a big Alex Ramoza guy. Never heard that. That's cool.
1: I think Cooper is definitely someone who's been exposed to the door to door industry in a very wide way Mm -hmm. um, to a lot of different companies and a lot of different consultants and motivational speakers within the industry. Cooper, why do you still find yourself here at Empower? Why why is it that you have been able to recruit so many people to Empower as well? And, and, and what are kind of some of those distinguishing features of this company that, um, you know, have you still working here and doing so well?
3: It's just kind of falls back onto the relationships that I have with everybody and the knowledge that everybody is doing the best for us in any aspect that they can, mm-hmm. whether it's Chandler and the guys at the office working with Noble or if it's just Tyler and Jake working on something for our region. They're always doing something to make it better for anyone in the org no matter what and it's it also falls back onto the fact that Brandon Andre is running one of the craziest most insane models where he wants everybody to get financial freedom which Really should cause the company to fall apart and everybody leave, but um, other companies, right? They teach, um, make a lot of money, go spend it, so you have to come back. And what Brandon has taught is the complete opposite. And people in the industry have told him he's crazy. I even have thought he's crazy, but it it worked, and there's a reason <laughs> for it.
2: What are you? So your second year, how did? So Chandler was saying you had a really great first year. I don't even know what your what what were your first year stats. I
3: think I sold twenty three, installed like fifteen or sixteen. It was a pretty pretty good year. Average. I haven't had a couple set closes in there, and, but those were just
1: like, rookie. Just a, just a rookie summer, year. Just, just a summer, the summer.
2: too. Oh, sick. Like okay. And a half yeah, dude, you're crushing out this year. What? So where where are you putting your money right now? Like, what's your financial freedom strategy, or what's your plan?
3: Yeah, I'm right now just trying to stack cash. I'm focused on one thing and that's making the money. And then in the future, it's going to be real estate. That's kind of the plan. I'm I'm not focused on like I do a little bit here and there. I have an Amazon store Sick. I've been working on. But right now, like to be blunt, like I'm not working on that at all right now. I'm just focusing on getting the cash so that I can put it in the right place when I have the time to mentally focus on that one thing.
2: So dope, dude. Way cool.
0: Dude, Cooper, if you could if you had a microphone that could reach out to every single brand new rep that was about to join Empower, what would be something you'd say to everyone?
3: Never be content ever. There is always another level, right? Yeah, you sold 3 in a day, somebody's done 4. Yeah, you installed 10 in a week, somebody's done 15. Yeah, you've sold almost a megawatt within the division, right? Michael O'Donnell has done it twice by himself. Somebody is always better than you. And (laughs) if you are content, that's when you start regressing and falling backwards. You need to never be satisfied, never be content, always be working for that next level and chasing the person above you.
0: That's awesome, dude. That's so cool because you hear that kind of stuff and it's all, all about chasing other people. But there comes a point. Where you're really chasing nobody but yourself. I mean, when you're when you're the guy that's accomplishing everything that you want to accomplish, just because really deep down inside it's it's your own goals, it's your own passion. Do you feel like you've reached that point, or who
3: are you chasing right now? Smith heaps uh, rookie, and almost tra- <laughs> like he's trashing me every week right now. And so I I do have my internal kind of competition whether it's just um somebody in the org somebody on my team that i'm i'm kind of trying to keep up with um but yeah right now that's who i'm chasing he knows it we actually text daily kind of give each other updates we actually also work together so we we just want to make because i we've we've done this before we um do like competitions head to head kind of um against like brentwood or other teams and the biggest thing i like to say is I don't want them to do bad. I don't want them to trip and fall. I want them to do their best, but I want our best to be better.
1: Something I would want to challenge everyone to do that Cooper just mentioned right there is he saw someone else being successful and decided to befriend them and feed off that. Whereas a lot of people see other people's success and get down on themselves or feel like there's some sort of you know inequality that's causing them to be more successful than they are. And so... I think that that that's insane Smith just a quick shout out to him he is a rookie this year to solar he's had uh last week he had 10 deals go through or 10 sales mm, and then wow. two weeks prior another 10 so he's had two 10 spots in the wow. past month um week over week and it's I, it's cool to see cooper cuz i know cooper last week uh vertex took the top 3 it was 10 9 8 and uh, Cooper was the eighth spot on the week, which is pretty cool. So uh, I think, I mean, just to wrap it up, Cooper, you have a lot of markings of, of, a, of a prominent leader within Empower. And I think the door-to-door industry and especially the solar industry, what does the roadmap for you look like over the next few years uh, doing this job?
3: I'm bought in. I'm all in 100% with Empower because I've seen a lot of the workings on the back, seen all the benefits that they can provide to us. I'm, all in with Empower, and I will follow Chandler till the day I die because he knows what he's doing, even though he told me to get into debt box. I'm still gonna follow him till the day I die. Oh. Um, did
2: you yeah, not that, get in or they, what?
3: That paid off. Yeah. Did you not get in? I'm just kidding.
2: Uh, oh, bro, you are yeah, chilling
3: now. It, it looked uh, like it was tanking, but it's good. But um, the, the biggest thing is, I the love the people did. that I'm with, and um what I'm going to do is just keep pushing. And I've I've pushed a lot of my guys when they go home. There are some of them that are going to go to school and that's what's best for them. I totally understand that. It's what I did last year. It's what a lot of us have done. And so they're going to go home, recruit a ton and they're going to excel next year. So our plan is just to grow and grow and grow wherever it may be. We're just going to continue to grow. And I want to be um, putting down some big numbers next year uh don't know what the position will be called but yeah i want to be up a lot higher than i currently am
1: cool well awesome cooper thanks for hopping on with us we appreciate you and uh we hope that everyone gained a ton of value as much as we did from this saucecast. thanks for coming on thank
3: you guys for having me it was a blast